Hey guys, if you're like most of us, praying is kind of a little bit of an enigma. We're going to unpack it and uh, give you a little bit of idea of how we do it after this. Mr. Brandon in the studio. What's up, bro? Not a whole lot, man. How are you? Oh, I'm riding high. I just came off a men's group. That's right. We had a good good. time. It was a good men's group. I thought it was. I thought it was. uh, I was actually actually really pleased with it. I thought we had uh, particularly good conversation. um, And... Thought the curriculum was a little lackluster, you know. Yeah, Some, gotta, someone could have prepared a little bit more. We gotta talk to the guy who's over that. He's, yeah, I think his name's Brandon. Yeah, he's he's really been slacking here lately. <laughs> no, it was actually good. I um, <clears throat> I was I know we usually call in the truck and debrief afterward, but uh, I did want to tell you that was, in my opinion, that I think that was the best men's group we've had. I felt really good about. Right. Felt like it flowed well. Good. I thought the guys really got good stuff out of it. So, yeah, thanks I'll, for thanks for your all your contribution on that, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it, I think it went well. Well, cool. Well, cool. Good. Um, so before we get too far into it, I do want to, uh, shout out to our affiliate. Um, we, uh, if you guys are on YouTube or if you're catching this on the podcast, we actually use Buzzsprout to syndicate our audio out to all the, uh, podcast directories. And we been using them for about a year now. We, uh, think they're pretty swell. think they're pretty groovy. And uh, probably continue to use them into the perpetuity of the future, to use some SAT words in there. I'm sure you guys are dying for how you can connect with Buzzsprout now. But anyway, if you are thinking about doing a podcast, uh, they're very easy to use, and we we think they're pretty swell and groovy and grand. So check them out. Uh, We'll put the uh, um, affiliate link in the show notes, and uh, I think you get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up and start your podcast with them, or if you migrate a podcast to them from another source. So check it out. Might be good for you. If not, you didn't hear it from us. Can't beat that. No. Oh, 20 bucks? Card? Yeah. Everybody needs 20 bucks in their life. Everybody could use it. That's right. That's right. Well, cool, man. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's get down to business here. Let's do some, do some work. Um, let me pray us in. Go for it. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, just being able to spend time uh, with you. We know that where two or more gathered, you are here. So we thank you for that. I uh, just thank you for my brother, Brandon. Um, just thank you for, uh, all the time and energy he puts into preparing to, uh, minister to us, his brothers. And we just, uh, are thankful for all that Lord. And we just ask that, uh, um, you really show up in this time and just, uh, grab your glory and, uh, get your fame. And, uh, through that Lord, we just ask that hearts be changed, lives be impacted and, uh, transforming power of the conquered grave just be made evident in our lives. And we just thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. So cool, man. So prayer, yep. tell, tell me a little bit about it. Let's, let's start with the ground level. Where do we start? Well, today's uh, thing in men's group was the power of prayer. Um, and basically the overarching theme of what we were trying to do is just figure out what it is, what prayer is, how to do it, why we do it, and kind of the ins and outs of it, kind of on a, a surface level, just to get a little bit, a little bit of knowledge about it. But um, the question that we asked them is, what is prayer? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's unpack that. So um, at at its core, um, prayer 
you know, not to oversimplify, but it's, it's communication with God, right? It's, yeah. it's bi-directional. It's, um, talking and listening. And, you know, I, I don't know who said it, but somebody a long time ago that's smarter than I am, you know, we've got two ears and one mouth and that's uh, pretty much the proportion and how we should do those activities of listening versus speaking. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, add, add on to that, but I think that's kind of the, the core basis of, uh, prayer, right? Yeah, definitely. And the thing about prayer is prayer is that communication, just like you were saying. Um, God communicates with us through his word, uh, primarily. Now, does he have the ability to open the top of our head and pour in the knowledge? Yes. But fundamentally, he usually speaks to us through his word. Um, So as we're reading his word, we then communicate back with him through prayer. And all that is, is speaking to him as if he was our father, um, taking our cares to him, that kind of thing. So uh, it's very important and it's vital for us to have a healthy relationship with God to pray. It's, it's it's vital for sure. I agree, man. Um, And something that, you know, really has kind of been formative in, in my prayer life is kind of debunking this uh, self-talk that I've had and this cultural influence that I've had that has lied to me and said that there is a professional, you know, systematic way yeah. that I have to pray. You know, yes, there's the Lord's prayer and that gives us the archetype and the, the, the pattern. Um, but beyond the pattern, it's like, you don't have to use big SAT words. You don't have to use super flowery language. You know, um, I, I, I've had a big mindset shift since we've had Bennett, our, our little boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he'll just, whatever I'm doing, you know, I'm like, say I'm working in the kitchen, I'm cutting something with a sharp knife. He's like, daddy, I want to get that. Like, let me get that knife. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, son, you're four years old yeah. and you don't need to be handling a super sharp kitchen knife right now. It's yeah. not good for you. It's not good. And so my mindset kind of shifts to that's, that's kind of how, God is with us in prayer, you know, he's our father and, uh, we've got that childlike spirit. You know, Jesus says that, uh, children will inherit the kingdom of heaven. They're like them and will be in heaven. Don't hinder the kids to come unto me. You know, all this stuff about having a childlike spirit. And, you know, when I think about it in context of my son, it's like, you know, how much more with my heavenly father, I go to him and I'm like, you know, Hey, I'd, I'd really like, uh, this or that to happen in the ministry. And, um, you know, he may or may not allow that to happen. And it's probably because, well, it's not probably, it's because he knows best. Yep, absolutely. And that's, <clears throat> that's what we got to talking about while we were there, is this aspect that since God is all-knowing and he's outside of our, our realm, he's able to see these future events and know how best to orchestrate it for his will to be ultimately done. So when we pray... When we first start beginning to pray, we pray with this aspect of, you know, you bring your needs, your wants, and things like that to him. You pray for others. Um, But after a while, when we have this communication with him, we then start to change, and our wills start to align with his will. And that's ultimately the purpose of prayer is so that we align ourselves with him and say, like, Lord, no matter what, your will be done. And that's that's kind of the key. Um, So that's why why we do it. Yeah, and, and to that point, I've heard it said, and I can't remember... I feel like it was on a podcast. I listen to way, way too many podcasts, but uh, I feel like it was on a podcast. They said that um, at its core, prayer is agreement with God. Yeah. When done correctly, and and 
to unpack that, it's basically sitting in quiet, quiet, contemplative meditation in communication with God to the point where the Holy Spirit aligns your desires and your wants with God's desires and his, his wants, his will. Yeah. And then you simply pray in agreement with whatever the Holy Spirit shows you. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Hebrews chapter four, verse 16. Um, it's along those lines. It says, let us approach God's throne with grace and confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Yeah. And ultimately, as we think about that analogy that you just mentioned with your son, we are the children coming to our heavenly father. We don't know what's best. So there's going to be times where we pray certain things that don't need to be answered. And yeah. it's best if they aren't answered with a, just answered with a no. Yeah. So him being all knowing, he divvies out that. And I think that's the, uh, that's the beauty of just resting in the fact that when we pray, we pray expectantly. We come before him with confidence, just like a child would come before and say, Hey dad, I need an orange. I need this, whatever. Um, we do that knowing that he's got the best for us yeah. at the end. So, yep. And, and I think too, to tease that, to tease that analogy out uh, a little bit further about us being, you know, um, children of God, which we are, um, but to tease that out a little bit further, what was kind of coming through my mind is if we think about little kids, you know, what do they do? They go to the source of power. Mm. What, who, who can make it so? Yep. Well, most of the times, right or wrong, they believe daddy can make it so. Sometimes yep. I can, sometimes I can't. Um, our Heavenly Father absolutely can make it so every time. Yep. And so we need to align ourselves so that we're seeking him um, and seeking him first, you know, yeah. so we're not trying to do it under our own power or like try to manhandle it and control it and manipulate yeah. it. And, you know, I'll, I'll speak to all the people like me, all us terrible type a people. Ah, it's the worst. <laughs> we try to manhandle everything and control it and manage it and time block it and plan it and schedule it and put it on the agenda and to do list and checklist and stop me at any time. Yep. And that's the beauty of that relationship with a parent is when a child comes to a parent, they do so instinctually. Yeah. They don't, they don't have to think about it. They don't have to wonder um, who can help me out in this situation. Is it going to be grandma, grandpa, mom, dad? They immediately call out for a parent, whether it's mom or whether it's dad, they call out for that parent instinctively. And that's how our prayer life should be. Whenever we come in with something, one of the guys in groups mentioned today that his um, a lady that goes to his church, she said mentioned in one of the I guess one of the weekly meetings that she was praying for a parking spot to open up at the grocery store and it's this instinctual Lord I have a need can you help me meet that need um, and I think that's that's the picture yeah that's good man and something else that was brought up in group that I think was a, a good question too is you know are there any like frivolous prayers and uh, I, I would submit that there aren't and and let me explain why um we're all on the continuum of our sanctification, right? Yeah. We're going from uh, lost, new believer, and then we're being sanctified mm -hmm. to be like Christ. So on that journey, um, most people, when they're new believers and they're fresh out of the gate with Jesus, you know, they're not going to know all the theology and all the scripture and all this different stuff. 
um, and they won't have a track record of walking with God yeah. and being close with him and having a relationship with him. And with that, you know, how, how could you expect somebody that's new to the faith to have the depth? And I mean, they, sometimes they do. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying they can't. Um, but it's just a lot of that is like a relationship. It comes with time. So as we have a relationship and time with God, um, we become sanctified in our prayer life as well. And, you know, then we're more easily to get to the point where we're in alignment and agreement with his will. Um, so I think it's important to kind of keep that in mind because it's not, the prayers aren't frivolous yeah. when, when they're kind of, you know, he even brought up, he's like, Lord, help the Celtics to win, which, yeah. um, <laughs> Larry Bird doesn't play anymore. I'm just saying. Fair I, enough. I, I don't know. Maybe there's. I'm sorry. I probably alienated all the Boston Celtic fans. But anyway, that's okay. Um, they're 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 a great team. We root for them. We pray for them. Apparently, this guy does. <laughs> um, but he's asking, and rightly so, is this a frivolous prayer? And I said, no, I don't believe it is. Yeah. I I believe it's a prayer of genuine, authentic childlikeness before God. If it's something that's important to you, yeah, you bring it to your dad. You know, my son's like, daddy, I want to play with Play-Doh. I'm like, son, I hate Play-Doh because it gets everywhere. It makes a mess. <laughs> it's the worst. It's, I'm, I know it's fun for you, but daddy hates it. Yep. And if Play-Doh's listening to this, do not sponsor our show ever. ever. We will turn down your ads. No affiliate link for you. But, uh, but seriously, you know, um, we go to again the source of power, which is God. Yeah. Authentically for for what we need, you know, the parking spot, the Celtics to win. You know, um, maybe on a more serious note, like illness or or something in the family, yeah. um, work stuff. You know, you, you just, you know, like David, you take it to God. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't filter it. You don't just be real and raw before your heavenly father. That's oh, how yeah. it works. Absolutely. And you're going to love this segue because that brings us talking about the Celtics. <laughs> we even need to pray for our enemies. And oh. that's one thing as Christians that we're very unique in. Mm-hmm. We, we have not only the responsibility to pray for ourselves, uh, for our needs or wants, whatever it might be, constantly intercede, God's constantly interceding. But we also are in a, in a situation where we pray for those who persecute us. Yeah. So it's this beautiful picture that we are kind of in the pool on top of a float. The world is the pool, and we're reaching in to pull up our enemies. So we're praying for them. We're praying that they'll see salvation. We're praying that they'll uh, start going to a church or whatever it might be, but we pray for them. And we realize that they're not necessarily our enemy. They're just acting like the world because the world is the world. Yeah, I agree, man. Let me... um let me let me pose this question and ask you this, because um, I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of guys tuning in and checking this out that, um, you know, they're like, well, what's what's my on ramp for prayer? And what I mean by that, like, when when I, uh, and I'm putting words in some some person's mouth, um, when I get down to pray, you know, my mind wanders, I get bored, I start thinking about other things. I don't really enjoy it. I don't want to do it. It just seems like an obligation. Um, I'm just kind of doing it out of a religious checklist. Yeah. Um, and how, how do I, how do I get to a point where it's a genuine joy to communicate with my father? How, 
how do I go from uh, don't want to to wow, that's a blessing. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me personally, because that's really all I can speak to, was coming to that God conscious realization where you you come to this place where you realize that God's not in buildings made by hands. He's mm-hmm. not just in the church that you go to. He's not in your, your Sunday school group solely. He's not wherever that might be. He's with you continually if you're indwelled by the Holy Spirit. So recognizing that is also recognizing the fact that you are supposed to be continually praying. Yeah. Um, pray without ceasing is what Scripture says. So in doing that, I liken it to, you know, a lot of times when I'm working, I'm by myself. So I'll throw in my headphones and I'll either listen to a podcast or something like that. Um, but if I'm not doing that, then I'm on the phone with somebody. And there'll be minutes where we don't talk, but then I'm still on the phone with them. And I'm still, then I pick up the conversation a little bit. So if we kind of change our perspective, have, have uh, deliberate times of prayer, but then we also have this aspect of continual prayer throughout the day where I haven't hung up the phone. It's not a specific phone call where I call, talk to Jesus, and then end my prayer, but it's a continuation of that throughout your day. And being present with that, it it really has a vast benefit, and it brings you to the place where just like that lady in the church says, Lord, we help a parking spot to free up so I don't have to walk so far. Yeah, That's good, man. And I think ultimately, and I, I, this, this is one of my challenge the guys with, have have one prayer every day. Yeah. Let, let me unpack that because that on on its surface, it's not what you think. What I mean by that is what you're saying with commit, continual prayer. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, invite God into your day. Thank him for waking up. Thank him for your health. Thank him for your family. Worship him. Start that prayer. Like you said, and I love it. Don't hang up the phone. Yeah. Continue that prayer throughout your entire day as you're washing dishes, as you're mowing the grass, as you're going to school, as yep. you're working, as you're with your kids playing, whatever you're doing. Absolutely. Keep that conversation going. Don't hang up the phone. Then when you're ready to go off to sleep at night, thank him for your day, all the blessings, say amen, go to sleep. Yep. And that's, I think, I think that's the goal. Absolutely. I think that is the goal. And again, you're going to slip up with that, but if you get in that mindset and you're continually thinking, well, I'm, I'm talking with Jesus, then it becomes a habit and habits, healthy habits are very beneficial to get into. Um, but, and then again, there is times for those dedicated prayers where it's like, this is my allotment carved out time to sit down and do business with God. Um, Matthew chapter six, verse six puts it very clearly. It says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your father who is unseen. And then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So there's this aspect of make a diligent uh, space specifically for prayer in your house, whether that's in your bed, whether that's kneeling beside your bed in your closet. Um, my mother has a prayer closet. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah, and, awesome. Uh, you know, she always told me, she said, I pray for you and your wife every day. And I believe it because yep. I can feel it. Yep. It's awesome. That's so, good, man. Have a dedicated place for specific doing business as well, but yeah. also continue throughout your day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, I think, uh, if we look at the life and ministry of Christ, it completely underscores that and supports that because, you know, what did he do numerous times? It says he went off by himself to pray and to, you know, talk with his father. And, um, 
not, you know, not that uh, windshield prayers don't count or that, you know, prayers on the mower don't count or, you know, whatever they do. Yeah. But there is something to be said for, you know, getting alone with God. So silence, solitude, um, where you can really focus and dial in. And something else we brought up in group that just came to my mind is um, finding when you're at your peak, like your peak performance for the day. When are you like most awake, most creative, most focused? Yeah. Carve out that time for God. Like for me, it's like three o'clock. Like yeah. three o'clock for whatever reason, like I've been up long enough. I've been to the gym at some point in the day. You know, I feel pretty good. I've got some work done under my belt. And three o'clock comes around and I'm able to focus and think well and, you know, really plug into what I'm doing in the moment. So for me, when I carve out quiet time at three o'clock, that's giving God my, my, my first fruit. Yeah. You know, it, maybe it's not first, first in the day. Yeah. But it's my first fruit because it's my best. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's extremely important as well as a lot of people have been taught and they've heard um, a lot of times, you know, that should be the first thing you should do and start your day. I agree with that hundred percent, but we do have to come to the realization that people operate a little bit differently. If I read my Bible first thing in the morning, when I first wake up, I might as well not even read it because I'm so, I just am not a morning person like that. I've got to get the blood flowing and get the day started before I can make coherent thought. So then my, for me, it's in the evenings whenever I get done, while I might be tired, it makes a lot more sense in the evenings than it did in the morning. So, yeah, um, yeah I think definitely carving out that most important time for the Lord is, uh, is definitely beneficial. Yeah, I agree, man. All right, so let's kind of put a bow on this for everybody. So um, it's important to have uh, intentional time. Um, it's important to keep God a part of the conversation and not hang up the phone throughout the entire day. Um, it's important to go to him first, our source of power. Yeah. Um, it's important to um, have that kind of quiet contemplative lifestyle that, uh, you know, quite frankly is diametrically opposed to what culture uh, kind of impresses on us nowadays. It's busyness, it's hurry, it's, noise it's chaos and um we have to intentionally push back against that and prioritize the things of god which are you know if again if you look at christ it's solid solitary time with god so um i think that's those are the key things that'll get you kind of in the right direction with prayer um and just remember it's you know it's not it's not some grandiose thing. It's like talking to your dad. Yeah. Now, he is the king of kings and lord of lords. So just don't go in there with zero degree of respect and reverence. Yeah. You know, definitely have respect and reverence, but he's also your dad. Yeah. So uh, go and ask and ask authentically. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, I think I think that's good. Do you uh, kind of put, put our practice into into action. Do you mind uh, praying us out? Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, we pray that you would impart your wisdom to us. We pray that as we sit here today and have a conversation from your word about prayer, that you would allow each of us and any of those that might be listening to learn and to be able to implement prayer in a way that would honor you. Father, we know that at the end of the day, our prayers merely are to align with your will. 
So, Father, I pray that above all else, when we pray, we pray expectantly, as your word says in Psalms chapter 5. But, Lord, also we pray according to your will. And, Lord, we know that you'll be faithful and just to answer prayers that are aligned with your will. And it's in your precious Holy Son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, man. All right. I think that's a wrap for us. Anything else you need to say in closing? I'm good. I got it all off my chest. We're good. Good. Good, man. Well, cool. All right, guys. Thanks again for sticking around. And uh, if you got any value or benefit out of uh, the show today, uh, mash subscribe, ring the notification bell. Um, If you're checking this out on podcasts, leave us a feedback and uh, give us a cool review on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts and all that different stuff. So uh, all the feedback you can give us is beneficial. It helps us improve what we're doing. It also helps the algorithm improve getting our message out to more guys. So uh, if you could do that, we'd appreciate it. Anyway, as always, you're loved, you're sent. Get out of here and uh, have some fun. Bye.